you can do all of those things and still have no clients, no inquiries, and therefore no money, no money coming into your business. And while in my corner of the interwebs, money is not the most important thing, money is incredibly helpful and it is important, right? I say all of this because I've been there. I've been there when it was like the first year of my business and I had band-aids all over. I was living the band-aid life with my social media presence. You're listening to Birth Your Online Business, a podcast that will help you birth and expand your business online. I'm your host, Nicole Joy, business mentor, founder of the Online Business School membership, and corporate real estate finance dropout, turned birth doula slash childbirth educator, turned coach for other birth professionals, turned energy healing practitioner, turned business mentor. Yeah. I know. I'm also a mother to three of the most incredible little humans ever. Biased? Yes, of course. I've had three incredibly different and beautiful births, a C-section, a V-back in the hospital, and then an accidental, unassisted home birth on my bedroom floor. Yeah, I know. I believe that birth is a catalyst for major change in our lives. And I've peeled away layer after layer after layer of conditioning in my life and in my business. The result, massive, rapid expansion beyond what's logical. So join me, let's unschool and rebirth your business. Hey everyone, and welcome back. So quick reminder, if you missed it, that there's a new program coming to the online business school. We start this week, like right now. So head to the link in the show notes if that's something that you didn't want to miss and you wanted to join me for. I did not close the doors. You can still hop in. The new live program that's coming to the online business school is called Stand Out Online and Grow Your Online Presence. So you get to choose if you want to come for the quarter only or if you want to come for the whole year. And there's one of the options. If you want to take the course, but you're very limited on funds right now, there's a $22 option to get started. $22. So if building an online presence and learning how to stand out online in a deeper way is important to you and money is the thing, please just start there. You can always go in and upgrade later if you decide that you want to. Okay. So again, you can save for the quarter or for the whole year to get the maximum savings really. And there's a full year of new curriculum, new features, all the things coming to the membership. Having said all of that, let's get into the episode this week. So I want to talk about the band-aids that you're putting on your social media. And if you're like, what the hell are you talking about? Let me explain. So if your social media strategy thus far has been some kind of combo, let's say you've been creating and scheduling 30, 60, maybe more days of content. You put it all in your Planoly or later apps or whatever, and you've got it all scheduled out. You've created graphics, you've written posts, captions, all the things, and you're good. Or if you are learning algorithm hacks, different things you can do, hashtags, what hashtags are appropriate, what time of day is optimal to hack the algorithm so that more people see your work. If you're trying to incorporate reels because that's what people tell you to do. If you are repurposing your content, those are all helpful. They're not inherently bad things. The thing is, if you're stopping there at that surface level and you're not doing the deeper work, That's what I mean by you might be putting a Band-Aid on your social media strategy. Again, to reiterate, those things are not bad or wrong. In fact, they can be pretty fun and they can be pretty helpful at getting your work seen by more people. It is part of 
the strategy. It's not the whole thing. And it's definitely not the deeper levels. They might fall short if you're still only stuck right there at those surface level strategies. Now, example of what this might look like is if you feel like your social media and your graphics and your work, whatever you're putting, your posts and your messages online, if you feel like you're kind of like hiding behind a logo or branded graphics or quote cards or affirmation cards, they're not bad things. But if that's kind of where you stop and you're not truly being yourself, but you're writing captions like a rewritten version of what you saw on someone else's website or what you saw in a textbook or what you saw, maybe what AI or chat GPT, if you've heard of the whole chat GPT thing, it's a little bit odd. But if they're writing these kind of captions and you're kind of putting it in your own words or you're not showing your face and you're not talking to your community in some way out of your own voice, then you're not really connecting. You're not really connecting with your audience. We don't need another textbook. We don't need another AI chat GPT rewritten couple of sentences that somebody saw on a professional website, like some professional organization or a hospital website or ACOG, A-C-O-G, ACOG for people in the birth industry. We could go to them and read that. We could go to the hospital's website to read policy. We could go to the definition of a doula from Wikipedia or Google. We don't need what the definition of a doula is called out. I know or whatever it is that you do, right? So if this is where you're at, it's okay, but you may be putting a Band-Aid over a deeper issue here. Let me explain. Now, as you know, I have a gripe. I don't need to be a doctor to have a gripe about Western medicine in that it tends to favor Band-Aids. Western medicine tends to come up with, and I'm not bashing medicine, I'm not bashing Western medicine as a whole, But we do kind of see that they usually put a Band-Aid over underlying stuff, right? It doesn't usually seek out the root cause of the symptom. Western medicine tends to focus on the symptoms. Okay, what are your symptoms? What can we do to get rid of that thing? What can we do to get rid of that symptom that's bothering you? If you want to go deeper and you want to get to the root cause of what's underneath the symptoms, what's causing the symptoms, you might go to like a functional medicine doctor or a holistic practitioner or an Eastern medicine doctor. I may not be getting those labels correctly, but that's kind of my understanding of how that works. Because while the Band-Aid might mask or fix your symptoms, what is it actually doing for the deeper issue? What's the Band-Aid doing? Whatever the top level, surface level prescription or medication or whatever it is that certain, certain, not all, Western medicine providers are giving you to mask your symptoms. And here's the thing about that, right? Is what's underneath that doesn't usually just go away on its own. Now the body is intelligent and the body will heal, right? But sometimes there are things underneath that just kind of fester. And I'm not just talking about your body. This is talking about your health or your online presence. If you're stopping at the surface level of building your online presence, you might find yourself spinning your wheels, right? To get a logo, get the branded graphics. You might go on Etsy and search for graphics that look kind of like the logo that you had somebody make on Fiverr, Fiverr, you know what I'm talking about, or Upwork, and that you can easily modify in Canva and put some cute quotes on and then post them. And that's your social media strategy. And the bells and whistles, you might even create loads and loads of content, with that as your strategy, but here's the thing, and this is kind of a hard pill to swallow, but I'm going to give it to you straight. You can do all of those things and still have no clients, no inquiries, and therefore no money. 
no money coming into your business. And while in my corner of the interwebs, money is not the most important thing, money is incredibly helpful and it is important, right? I say all of this because I've been there. I've been there when it was like the first year of my business and I had band-aids all over. I was living the band-aid life with my social media presence. I had a nice professional website. I had a professional, aesthetically pleasing Instagram. I had branded graphics with quotes and affirmation cards. And you can scroll all the way down to the beginning of my Instagram and you can see I left almost all of it up. It's cringeworthy, right? But it's part of the progress. And that's why I leave it there because I think it's important for people who are at that phase right now to see that like we all start somewhere. You know, I didn't come into this being super comfortable speaking in my own voice, speaking my own truth, expressing my real full self online. I had to really get in touch with her. I had to do that deeper inner work. So I had all of this stuff going on in my business and it appeared to be a very professional business, right? I had all of the bells and whistles when it came to the online stuff. But for a long time, I made zero dollars. And then I finally uncrossed my arms because I'm a stubborn as F Taurus working on that. But I finally reached the point where I was like, fine, I knew something had to give. And I wanted something to change bad enough that I was willing to open up and look at what was under the Band-Aid. And it took trying to build a business with $0 coming in for quite a while for me to get to that point where I was like, I'm fine. I'm fine. What do you mean? I'm fine. This never affected me. That never affected me. I'm fine. And that was cute. I wasn't actually fine. I mean, I was, but I wasn't, you know? And so what I found was that the more that I do the inner work, the more I double down on doing the inner work, the more I take those walls down on my online presence, the more I lift the band-aids and look at what's underneath and heal the root cause of what I was hiding from and covering up and the more connected I feel to my community online over time. And ultimately my business started earning revenue, real dollars, because I was actually connecting with real people. And the thing about it is like, when I say doing the inner work, it's not necessarily like you have to re-traumatize yourself and go through all of this stuff. And you don't even necessarily have to seek therapy. Like there's so many ways to do the inner work that do not have to be traumatizing. Having said that, there are people and there are situations where therapy can be super helpful. I've been to therapy before and it was fantastic when I needed it. Who knows? Maybe one day I might end up in another therapist's office. I don't know. But all that to say, it doesn't have to be something that you fear because you don't want to re-traumatize yourself. There are absolutely gentler ways to do this underlying cleanup and go to the root cause of the stuff that's under the Band-Aid without re-traumatization. I'll leave it at that. And when we, like in the online business school membership, we work through some of this as part of all of our curriculum. Like everything when it comes to online business, we're cleaning up what's underneath. Another example that just came up in my head was like, can you imagine going to build a house on raw land, just walking out to raw land in the forest and just starting to lay down, I don't know what's on the foundation, bricks, concrete, just starting to lay down concrete and bricks and just start building. It's probably not going to be a very sound house, right? It might look really nice surface level, but the foundation, the underlying foundation, the energetic support system of the house might end up being shaky. Because the land wasn't cleared. The debris wasn't cleared properly to have, I don't know what all they need, flat land to build a house, right? Clear the trees and clear out the rocks and the boulders and smooth the land so that it doesn't crumble. So if you truly are at a point where you're like, okay, I do want to pick up the Band-Aid, look at what's underneath. I'm willing and open 
and available for doing the inner work and facing my stuff because I want to do this for real. I want to stand out online. I want to grow an online presence that I have a deep connection to and I can be my real self with these people. And they love me even more the more I do that. Then you can't skip over. You can't skip over this part. You can, but eventually it's going to come back. Eventually you're going to get back to this place. So you can either start it now or you can put it off and get on that social media hamster wheel. And how long are you going to be on the social media hamster wheel until you finally face what's under the bandaid? So in college, I was playing flag football one day with some friends and I'm not a flag football player. It was like the one and only time I ever did something like that. The only person that's ever gotten me to throw a football since then is my son. And he even laughs about my skill level, although I am starting to throw a spiral. So that's promising. Anyway, back in the college-ish days, I was playing flag football with a group of people. I had artificial nails at the time. And when I went to catch the ball, the way I caught the ball, it completely ripped off my ring fingernail. Like there was maybe a millimeter left that was stuck. The rest was completely lifted, bloody, just it was incredibly painful. And I've had a natural childbirth. I gave birth with no medicine, but this shit... (laughs) Yeah, it was a thing. And I was in so much pain and I was so afraid of getting somebody to look at it that I wrapped it tightly and wrapped it tightly and covered it up. I band-aided it for as long as I could. And I was like, okay, as long as I apply pressure, as long as I apply pressure, I don't even know if I cleaned it. I don't remember. I just remember being in so much pain. It had a heartbeat. It had a freaking heartbeat. And I remember going to get my nails done. I don't know, a week or so. I don't remember how long it had been. So the next time I was due to get my nails done, I went to get my nails done. And my nail tech was like, are you going to take the bandage off so I can at least see what we're working with? And I'm like, no, I will not. And she's like, well, you need to. And I'm like, no, no, I don't. It's fine. It'll be fine. It'll heal. It'll heal. I think I even put glue in it to try to keep it staying on. She touched my finger and my finger was hot. My finger was like red and warm. And she's like, you have an infection. You need to go to the doctor or the hospital or walk-in clinic. And I was like, panicky mess. I'm like, oh no, oh no, oh no. Nobody's touching it. I can't do this. I can't do this. And I just freaking out. Young little baby, Nicole. I was incredibly afraid of what was underneath the bandaid. So I did go to the walk-in clinic and I was so anxious and freaking out that the walk-in clinic people gave me a Valium to calm me down so that they could look at my finger and look at what was underneath the Band-Aid. Now, I'm not suggesting that you go out and take volumes. I don't love that kind of stuff, especially the older I've gotten. My body just does not do well with anything like that. But at the time, I was a mess and I needed that to calm down. I was profusely sweating and like shaking and it was so painful. Long story short, I took the volume and then I was like, go ahead, here, take a look at the finger, do what you want. I don't care if you need to amputate it. It's fine. It's fine. So they did, they took the bandaid. They obviously didn't amputate it. I still have my finger and somehow the nail grew back fine, but they took the bandaid off and saw that it was in really bad shape. And I ended up on antibiotics, clear the infection. And I don't remember the whole spiel. All of that to say, eventually you have to face what's under the bandaid eventually you have to like, otherwise, what would I have done if I just let it sit and like, let the infection continue to build? I may have lost a finger. Like that doesn't make any sense. So I hope this was really helpful. I hope you enjoyed the example. I hope you got a good laugh on me and I hope you walk away knowing that sooner or later, if you're in this for real, like sooner or later, you're going to have to do the inner work. And I get it. Because again, I have been there in the business with my nail, with lots of different examples, with my arms crossed like a stubborn ass bull. So 
I got you. If you'd like my support, this is the kind of thing that we're going to be doing this quarter in the online business school. All right, friends, have a beautiful week and I'll talk to you all soon. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day and listening to this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you found value in what I'm sharing here. And if you did, can you do me a little favor and go and rate and review this episode? I will share a link in the show notes so that it's really easy to rate and review this podcast. It would mean a lot to me as this is truly a passion project. Have a beautiful day and I will see you next week. Bye.